Hello, hello. Welcome to the Well Wishes podcast, a supportive space and community where we explore what being healthy and well means to us. Join us, Molly Cutler and Brielle Collins for a dive into practical tools and mindset shifts to help you step into your highest vibe self through heart-to-heart conversations and inspiring guest interviews. From trending topics in wellness and nutrition and dating and relationships to deep inner work and self-development, we're here for all of it. And if there's one thing we want you to walk away with from this podcast, it's knowing that you're not alone. So come along with us for real talk about life's beautiful and challenging parts and for some absurd moments that we (laughs) promise will make you laugh. We can't wait to have you along for the conversation and let's go. Yalla. Wishes podcast. We're so happy to have you. I'm Brielle Collins. And I am Molly Cutler. And today we are recording in a very special spot. You might hear some beautiful birds in the background. No, we are not in a bird sanctuary or in the Amazon, but we are recording in Molly's apartment. Oh, the (laughs) excitement. (laughs) So we're going to see how it goes, you guys. Give us your feedback. And of course, if you hear the birds in the background, don't worry, that was planned. So let's dive in. So Mal, today we are doing another one of our mini pod episodes where we got great feedback from the community. And one of the things that kept coming back um, was this interest and curiosity about seed cycling. Yes, seed cycling. This is a really popular trend and topic on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys probably see a lot of it on Instagram, on TikTok, um, and it's been popular for a number of years. And I'm really excited to dive in today from a nutritional perspective, my thoughts on it. From being a scientist Yes. And my personal doctor. Yeah, Brielle, as we all know, likes to call me her physician because I am apparently her primary care physician. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. you are. I I am. No, really, I am. I am not. And I don't pretend to be. But if she wants to think of me that way, that is okay. I Um, will forever. Um, Okay, so Ma, let's say I am new to the seed cycling world. Can you just start from the beginning? What is seed cycling? Yeah. So seed cycling is basically this process of rotating four different types of seeds. Seeds that you eat in your everyday. I will go into what they are. Mm -hmm. um, With the idea that this rotation of these seeds and the nutrients from each of them help to regulate your menstrual cycle Mm -hmm. and your hormones. Now, that, I will say, from from a nutritional perspective, is a very strong statement to come from something like seeds. Okay. Um, But like I said, this is a really popular topic, and I think it's really important to kind of break this down and bring some understanding to, to, to what it really is. So... 
What is it then? How does it work? So basically, first of all, I want to break down the four phases of the menstrual cycle. Because seed cycling is targeted towards the four phases of a woman's cycle. Like if somebody is brand new to seed cycling, this is essentially what it is. It is saying for the four phases, they're specific seeds. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Go. Okay. So we have four phases of the menstrual cycle. We have the beginning, the first phase, which is the menstrual phase. Then we have the follicular phase, the ovulatory phase, and the luteal phase. I'm not going to go into detail about each phase today. If you want to hear more about those phases, you can check out episode two on the fertility awareness method Mm -hmm. with Talia Schubert on our podcast, where she goes into those in more depth and it's really informative. So feel free to check that out. But basically, we have these four phases of the menstrual cycle. And within each phase, there's different things happening hormonally. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in the first half of your cycle, basically estrogen levels are rising in order to prepare for ovulation. So the first phase of your cycle refers to the menstrual phase and the follicular phase. Mm -hmm. So it's the first half. The second half of the cycle is actually when progesterone levels are rising. Um, So after ovulation. So according to these two phases, um, the idea is that the body benefits from different nutrients to kind of support these processes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So coming back to the seed cycling. So during that first half of your cycle, so your menstrual and your follicular phase, basically you would consume a tablespoon each of ground flax seeds and ground pumpkin seeds. So during this part of the cycle, as I mentioned, estrogen levels are rising to prepare for ovulation. And the thinking here is that because flax seeds are high in a plant compound called linens, basically these block access to estrogen production in the body. Um, So it can help to prevent an excess estrogen buildup. during this time. So that's kind of the benefit, the thinking behind why we should have flax seeds during that time. And then pumpkin seeds are high in zinc, which is thought to help with progesterone production during the second half of the cycle. Okay. Now going to the second half of the cycle with the seed cycling, during your ovulatory and your luteal phases, you eat a tablespoon of ground sesame seeds and sunflower seeds each day. So one of each. And basically during this part of the cycle, as I mentioned, progesterone levels are rising. So sesame seeds also contain linens, just like flax, which we know block the the excess estrogen production and buildup, and also contains zinc, which we know, as I mentioned, can contribute to progesterone production, which is good because that's what's happening in this second half of the cycle. So we're supporting that. And then sunflower seeds are high in selenium, which is important for liver detoxification, Mm -hmm. which is very important for detoxifying estrogen, which has built up during that first half of the cycle. So this is the thinking behind the seed cycling. This is why it's these seeds and at those times. And, you know, I haven't 
I haven't expressed what my thoughts are on it, but that's sort of what it is, if that answers your So I have to just say, um, I am very curious to know uh, what are its origins, and I'm starting to feel like they're, like, are the sesame and pumpkin seed people getting a kickback for this this seed cycling (laughs) phenomenon? Because... (laughs) There's, I am not a doctor, a scientist, or a Molly Cutler, but I know there's other ways that you can get selenium in your body besides <laughs> that seed. So where I in love the that world, you mentioned that. Where in the world did this come from, Mall? Yeah. So I was doing some research to find out. Because you you're know, a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, of course, I want to I wanna understand. Um as much as I can, where some of these ideas or fads are coming from. Mm-hmm. Are they rooted in science? Where what, What's happening here? So in my search, mm-hmm. I saw that this is a relatively quite modern uh, practice, really only about probably less than 10 years old. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, it was written about by a wellness person or author of some sort, I don't know her name, um, and it kind of stuck. A lot of people sort of took mm-hmm. the information and ran with it, and it mm-hmm. became this fad over oh, yeah. the last nine, ten years. No, I, I know, because I have people who ask me about it who are in their fertility journey. I have students mm-hmm. that are like really into being more aware of their cycle, and it's a it's like a really big trend right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now I have very little to contribute to this conversation your questions are very <laughs> valuable here and highly valued <laughs> okay don't worry I don't have self-esteem issues but <laughs> I will say not that I'm like an expert in Ayurvedic medicine or traditional Chinese medicine but there is something that is, you know, to be said about the importance of seeds, you know, absolutely in traditional Chinese medicine and in Ayurveda, you know, seeds are a huge part of the cuisine and the diet and ways to take care of yourself. So it's not like we have to completely maybe uh, disregard everything about this trend, right? There's, there's some upside to this trend no well it's a it's a great point and question because absolutely in terms of seeds I mean you know every study that's done on seeds all of the nutritional research that we know around seeds are it's beneficial Mm -hmm. you know we know that they contain a plethora you know just a huge diverse amount of micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, polyphenols, anti-cancer protective, you know, antioxidants, lots of fiber, healthy fatty acids, Mm -hmm. Mm omega-3s. I mean, they're wonderful. The question here, so that's not the question. And truly, anyone who's incorporating more seeds in their diet, amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Can only be beneficial unless you are allergic Mm -hmm. or have some health condition that would prohibit them. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. in terms of this specific trend, I do want to kind of give my two cents Mm -hmm. about, you know, what I think about it. Um, So as you mentioned, Brie, you know, 
seeds are, are just so beneficial. I love incorporating them in my diet. I can't recommend them enough, but there is no research <laughs> to back up this trend. Not a not a single study. Not a nothing. Wow. There is no research. This is all anecdotal. There is a lot of research, of course, to back up the uh, nutritional benefits of each seed mm-hmm. on their own. But in terms of this rotation and, you know, the two tablespoons each per day and the, the way that the seed cycling works, there's just no evidence to show that it has an effect on hormones mm-hmm. or that it's necessary in order to, you know, have a healthy cycle or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and, you know, I think that it's sort of just another example of, of, wellness you know taking taking information and and research and and kind of taking like a reductionist technique okay meaning like instead of looking and saying okay you know we know that for um you know healthy menstruation there are certain vitamins and minerals that are that are really really beneficial like selenium and vitamin b6 and zinc and um yes linens and magnesium these are all things that are present in these seeds instead of taking that information and saying okay so let's incorporate all kinds of foods mm-hmm. that contain these new nu- these diverse right. nutrients right and just incorporate them throughout our whole cycle mm-hmm. on a regular basis and instead, it becomes this obsessive, mm-hmm. specific, yeah, reductionist, looking at these tiny, these little pieces and where people don't even know why they're doing it. Well, I do see that more in terms of like people and their fertility journey and the seed cycling. Like it becomes another layer of like helping support their process to getting pregnant but what's so interesting to me about what you're saying is like it doesn't have to be this precise and it doesn't have to feel so stressful and it doesn't have to feel so compulsive because that is a bit from what I'm catching on social media, how it's portrayed. Like it has to be, it's a very rigid um, cycle or mm-hmm. very rigid, I don't know what you would call it, like combination So it's very interesting and to me a bit of a relief and hopefully for other women out there like if if they're hearing this and they've been so focused and like hyper focused on this the amount and making sure you're doing it exactly the right way it's really lovely to hear that no first of all there's no studies saying this is exactly how it has to be done but it's Mm -hmm. so lovely just to hear of course there's an upside and a benefit but it doesn't have to be so intense definitely definitely and i think yes like again the upside and the benefit being any human who doesn't have an allergy or a reason why they can't eat them will benefit from having these seeds Mm -hmm. on a regular basis but again it's like not only that in order to benefit your menstrual cycle, it doesn't need to be so specific. It's that who's to say that this this rotation doesn't actually make any sense? Okay, why? 
because the body doesn't necessarily work that way. Like just because you're, you know, eating linens during the first half of your cycle when estrogen is rising and linens help to block estrogen production doesn't mean that you don't also benefit from linens in the second half of your cycle. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, zinc. We need zinc all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, why should we only be focusing heavily on zinc in the first half of the cycle? Mm -hmm. Or selenium, which is, you know, selenium um, is super beneficial for your thyroid health, something that we need all the time. Why are we focusing on it just mm-hmm. in the second half of the cycle with this seed cycling. It just doesn't, it's not rooted in anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, not only is it that it's too, it's too regimented and rigid, but it also, you know, I don't believe in recommending that people do things that even if there's anecdotal evidence or even if they don't mind it that much when it's so systematic like that and mm-hmm. it's not rooted in anything, What's the point? Right. It just makes people more obsessive about their eating. Totally. And can lead to, you know, disordered eating or it's sort of orthorexic Mm -hmm. in a way. I just, I just, again, think about like a woman who is already so stressed, maybe doing IVF, you know, having, you know, a lot on her plate trying to get pregnant. This is like one more thing that now she's like stressing about that she luckily from what you're sharing doesn't have to be so stressed out mm-hmm. which is great news for my students who are going through that process because again it's so interesting how like things are being distilled through social media in a way that we consume it where then it becomes this is the way and then we like incorporate it just based off of what, how it's trending or how it's being distilled through something. I mean, even for me, this is super fascinating. Again, yes, there's roots in the power of seeds and TCM and in Ayurveda, but it's mm-hmm. amazing to me that this is a trend that is everywhere mm-hmm. that literally a woman maybe wrote a book 10 years ago and how we've all just sort of consumed it without questioning it. Yeah. Because it's just all over social media. Absolutely. I mean, you know, this isn't related to seed cycling, but it just reminds me of like this morning I was listening to a podcast that featured um, this really well-renowned gynecologist who was sharing, busting myths about certain trends. And she was mentioning that there's a trend that's gotten really huge on TikTok that's called a sizzle stick. And it's sort of like a stick with a sponge on it that you stick inside your vagina for the idea of cleaning it out after you've had sex and yeah and it's like this is trending on tiktok i'm deeply concerned (laughs) yes and not only is that of course not rooted in science but could be, you know, very, very unhealthy, damaging. Damaging. Mm -hmm. We're not meant to stick anything up there, but I'm just bringing it up because it goes to show that fads take hold and they spread like wildfire on Instagram, Mm -hmm. on TikTok these Mm -hmm. days with young people. So Mm -hmm. seed cycling is one of these things that people Mm -hmm. have been talking about for a few years now. Mm -hmm. And is it going to hurt you? Most likely not. Mm -hmm. 
Could it benefit your health? Could you even feel more vibrant from it? Potentially. But that's because you're eating seeds. Mm-hmm. And, it, and seeds are great for you. Not because you're balancing your hormones. A question I have. Can you overdo it with seeds? Like, <laughs> home after, you know, being like, okay, I'm going to really dump a lot of sesame seeds. <laughs> like, you know, can you... Just because there, to me already, the takeaway from this and a lot mm-hmm. of the trends that we're trying to talk about is it's so extreme and excessive. So I'm just wondering, like, is your is the takeaway, like, you guys, seeds in moderation, daily seeds in moderation is great. There's pretty much no downside. But can you get, can you, like, overdo it with seeds? I think just like with any food, you know, with any healthy food or all foods, you know, too much of a good thing becomes mm-hmm. can become something negative. I mean, I think in general, if you're going to be eating half a cup of ground flax seeds every day, that is way <laughs> too much fiber. It's it's too much. You're probably going to have some real GI upset <laughs> from that. You know what I mean? Um, and you're getting fiber from other areas in your diet, and that would be too much, you mm-hmm. know? But having a couple tablespoons of a seed or two each day, assuming that it's nicely integrated in your way of eating is, can be a wonderful thing, you know? So I think my message here is not about the amount of seeds you're eating, but it's more about, it's about this pattern of seed cycling and attaching it to something really complex, like Mm -hmm. your fertility Mm -hmm. or your menstrual health, your hormonal health and Mm -hmm. thinking, that this one little technique is going to revolutionize that. And we know in health that that isn't how anything works. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's always a multi-pronged approach. And especially when there's no research around it, you know, it's not right to kind of tout this as, you know, people who are really struggling with these things, with fertility issues or with, you know, amenorrhea, women who don't get their periods or oligomenorrhea who, you know, only get a couple periods, a few periods each year and aren't ovulating regularly. You know, a lot of people will do anything or with any health condition that, you know, affects them negatively. People often do anything to help themselves. themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I think it can... It's really frustrating for someone like myself um, who, who, takes, who takes these things seriously, you know, to, to look and see how someone can really get their hopes up, mm. you know, like, wow, I'm going to be able to fix myself, mm. you know, mm. well, first of all, you have nothing to fix. Mm-hmm. No one is broken, mm-hmm. you know, and, but it's just, you know, I think the wellness, you know, the wellness industry, there's so many wonderful things, you know, to focus on prevention and, you know, healthy habits and whole foods and all these things are wonderful for long-term health, mental, physical, emotional. But I have a real problem with something like this, with seed cycling, mm-hmm. because it's presenting a solution to some pretty complex issues that, again, that doesn't have the support that it needs that to, to, to be able to have the confidence to say, this is going to fix your periods. So true. Wow. I feel like I want to create a health trend 
and make it go viral about ice cream. <laughs> Ooh, what would that look like? Um, I'm thinking we can lean heavily on the fact that you can get calcium from milk and we'll just see how I can spread this ice cream is good for you trend. I'll I'm keep on you board. Yeah, I'm sure you are. I'm but it, I mean, board. really, that's like what this takeaway from me is. It's like, okay, so any you who out there can like have a huge presence and then become an, a, an expert on something. And then we all just are falling along. Yeah, it happens a lot. It does. It does. And that's why I'm so glad that you all are here. And it's not to say that, you know, I'm uh, the expert in every single, you know, health or nutrition topic. But like I said, as Brielle's gynecologist, (laughs) (laughs) um, but you know, as I mentioned, I do, I do take I do take these things seriously and I I have a real problem with pushing trends as quick fixes for complex issues mm-hmm. that that really can affect people negatively, emotionally, um, and and really get their hopes up in ways that are not right, not fair. So well said. Now I'm wondering, Mal, if you, I don't, but maybe you do as the resident doctor, scientist, guy know, if there's a well wish for the community that you would love us to take away from this trend of seed cycling. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. My well wish for you all is that you question that when you see a fad even if it really interests you and you know maybe especially if it interests you and pulls you in that you just allow yourself to ask some questions do some research ask people you know in the maybe in the field you know be an investigator because these days on social media you know, it's just people can share anything. They get, you know, thousands of comments and affirmations about mm-hmm. how amazing the information they're sharing is. And it can, and it's not the, it's not the viewer's fault. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the viewer's fault. And I think, so you as the listener or the, the viewer in this case on social media, just be a bit of, you know, be a bit of an investigator. That's kind of the best thing I can say when it comes to some of these fads. And I think, you know, specifically related to seed cycling, I would say, you know, eat the seeds. Seeds are amazing. I love incorporating them in my diet and, you know, flax seeds in your smoothie and sesame seeds on your veggies Uh and toasted sunflower seeds in your salads. And I also love to, uh, pan toast, you know, pan toast and salt pumpkin seeds and, and add them to, you know, all kinds of things. So, you know, they're wonderful, wonderful foods and full of nutrients. But I would say if you've been seed cycling and you like it and it works for you, by all means, Mm -hmm. you can continue to do that. And if you, if you're still looking and, you know, you're having trouble with, Um, fertility and, you know, you're looking for nutrition, um, 
you know, nutrition support, or maybe you struggle with your menstrual cycle or ovulating or are going to have a third episode mm-hmm. down the line mm-hmm, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, nutrition to support your cycle and nutrition to support fertility. And those are going to be um, more involved episodes and not fad focused, but just kind of the general nutrition understanding, you know, ways you can support yourself, um, you know, in these, uh, for these important parts of your life. I'll be there. Can't wait. Can't wait. Well, thanks so much, Mal. And thanks for everybody out there who is a part of the conversation, but also for always giving us your feedback and suggestions on what you'd love to hear about. We created this podcast to have a conversation, to have a dialogue. So it means so much to us and all of your feedback is so deeply appreciated. So thanks to you guys out there. We love you. We love you. I love you, Molly. Love you too. See you next time.